in the next flick series, Stranger Things, Eleven, who has been raised as a science experiment in a lab, escapes. She's found by missing Will's friends. They take her in, give her a home, protect her, teach her what it means to be loved and to love. When danger strikes, Eleven gives everything she has, including her life, for her friends. And before she does this, she bids them farewell. She tells them thank you. And she tells them that she loves them and that she will miss them. She stands in the way of danger obliterates danger and in doing so ends her life. You know, when Jesus sat with the disciples at the Passover meal, the last supper and began this farewell discourse, Jesus was helping the disciples to understand what it is that love is and understand how we are to love one another and understand how we are to live when Jesus, when we think Jesus is not watching. Friends, today we continue our series, Stranger Things, and we'll focus this week on another part of the farewell discourse of Jesus, the Gospel of John, verses 15 through 21. And today's theme is, if you love me like you say you do. So let's begin with the 14th chapter of John, beginning in the 15th verse. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads to all truth. The world cannot receive him because it is not looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me, and because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them, and reveal myself to each of them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. 
Lord, here we are to worship. Here we are to bow down. Here we are to say that you are indeed our worthy and our holy God. Oh, Lord, you left us with a new commandment that we are to love others just as you have loved us. So help us to see ourselves, oh God, and help us to see how you want us to love others. Speak now, O oh God, for your servants are listening. Speak now, O oh God, let your Holy Spirit pour out on us everywhere we are, O oh God. And take this, your servant, and hide her behind that old rugged cross, so that everything that is said and everything that is heard comes straight from you, O oh God. This is your servant's prayer. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Amen. Anxiety. If you live long enough, you will experience anxiety. COVID-19 has brought a lot of anxiety into our lives. We wonder what will happen. Will we be able to escape the jaws of COVID? Will we be able to go back to our churches and our workplaces and our schools and be healthy? Will we be able to miss COVID and be healthy through all of this. What will happen to our neighbors and our friends? So much anxiety. Anxiety shows up because we are uncertain about the future. We are uncertain about what is ahead and we don't really like change. But anxiety, just like trouble, is a fact of life. Because we like to know which way we're going, what comes next. We like to anticipate our next steps. And we are not unusual. Jesus continues his farewell discourse this week with the disciples. The disciples are full of anxious energy. They know how to do life when they are physically following Jesus. They know what to do as long as Jesus gives them the verbal commands and watches what they do and how they do it. They know how to respond to Jesus. They know about this life of following Jesus in the flesh, but they don't know about following Jesus after the resurrection. Jesus says to the disciples, if you love me, show me. That's basically what my commandments mean. See, love is not a feeling. It's an action. Jesus proves this to us in his earthly ministry. He loves all of God's people by touching people that nobody else would touch, by healing those that everybody else had left for dead, for eating with sinners and being disgraced because you just don't do that. Jesus taught us how to love through his earthly ministry. And now that he is leaving the presence of the disciples, he is saying it still matters that you love.
Don't forget that Jesus gave the disciples a new commandment right during the right before he predicts Peter's denial of him. He says in chapter 13, verses 34 and 45 of John, Jesus says, so now I am giving you a new commandment, love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the Lord, to the world, that you are my disciples. You know, Jesus is trying to help the disciples navigate what comes next. And in doing so, Jesus helps us to navigate what comes next. He says that you can challenge anxiety by acting in love. If you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. This advocate is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Jesus continues, no, I will not abandon you, but I will come to you. Jesus is saying to the disciples, anxiety, if you can just live out the love that I've taught you, there's nothing to worry about. In fact, even though you won't see me in the flesh, I will give you another advocate. The Holy Spirit is our counselor, our guide, our encourager, our advocate in the world and helps steer us in the right direction and helps us avoid things that we need to avoid and helps us encounter things that we need to encounter and reminds us when we are loving each other the way that God wants us to love each other and reminds us when we need some more practice. Love is an action, not a feeling. Love is wearing a mask when you go out in public to protect your neighbors. Love is staying home so that we can stop the spread of the coronavirus. Love is being sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that we don't hate people because of the color of their skin. Love is loving someone and caring for them and genuinely getting to know them despite their social location. Love is expecting that all people will respect other people. Love is showing up like Jesus showed up for the 5,000. Like Jesus showed up and cast out demons. Like Jesus showed up and healed the sick and raised the dead. Love is an action, not a feeling. 
When I was growing up, my aunt and my mom, they still say to this day, if you love me like you say you do, why you do me like you do? And, and this is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, I will know that you love me because of how you act. I will know that you love me because of what you do. I will know that you have gotten this thing. I will know that you will love me when you can reach beyond your fear and reach beyond your anxiety and touch hope because you know then I'm going to love you through it. We don't have to be anxious because as Jesus points out, we are not alone. We are not abandoned. We are not orphaned. And the Holy Spirit is with us and will not leave us. We don't have to be anxious because God has given us, Jesus has given us another advocate, the Holy Spirit who comforts and counsels and guides and encourages and never leaves us. God makes true on God's promise to never leave us nor forsake us. And this Holy Spirit thing is sometimes hard to understand. We've tried to fit the Holy Spirit in our mode. And some folks think that if you don't scream and yell, then you don't have the Holy Spirit. And some folks think that if you don't speak in tongues, then you don't have the Holy Spirit. And some folks just don't really get this thing at all. And Jesus says, that's okay, because you receive it because you're in me because you live as a part of me, because I am your guiding principle, because I am love and I have loved you and I have taught you to love others through the way that I love you. Everything's going to be all right. If you love me, act like it. You know, to follow Jesus means to understand that everything we do, everything we say, everything we think begins in love. And sometimes love is hard because we like things the way we like them and we don't like to try to check ourselves if we're in line with Jesus, the love of God, when we're doing things. And it's okay to admit that. That's part of being human. <laughs> we try again and again and again. And Jesus showed his love through turning over tables in the temple too. But as a world, we can't expect the world to function the way the followers of Jesus do. The world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because it isn't looking for it. And it doesn't recognize it. So as people of God, we are called out and set aside. We are in the world, but not 
of the world. Which means that when brown people are gunned down in the streets just because of the color of their skin and because the color of their skin has made someone feel uncomfortable, when that happens, we know that the way of God, the way to follow Jesus is to help the world understand that that is not okay. But you will know him because he lives with you now and later in you. Soon the world will no longer see me, Jesus says. But you will see me. Since I live, you will also live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. If you want to be like Jesus, if you want to follow Jesus, if you want a world that more reflects the love of Jesus Christ, then we have to act like it. As a body, we have to act like it. We have to put others first. We have to think about whether or not all our neighbors have toilet paper instead of hoarding all the toilet paper. You, we must learn. That love is an action and not a feeling. Jesus said, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. We are called into these debates on social media and in the news and in our communities and in our families about what is right and what is wrong, what is preference and what is fact. And as the people who follow Jesus, we are to look at those debates through the lens of love. When we think about <laughs> choosing to allow some people to die so that we can open up the economy. I just can't see how love leads that way. Love would say that we all stay in a little longer so that we all might live. Love would say that we all wear masks so that I can keep my neighbors safe and healthy. Love would say I will take a little less from the grocery store or Target or wherever you shop so that others might have something too. 
Love would say that I will give my neighbor what they need instead of hoarding it all for myself. Love would say that I would feed somebody else from what I have. Love would say that I would share my bit with some others and all of our bits together will make life complete. Love would say that you don't have to be anxious in times like these because love overcomes all because God is love and God is with us and God will never leave us nor forsake us and God will not orphan us if you love me like you say you do show me the greatest commandment is this believe in God Love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself. Friends, sometimes I think we live in the upside down place. But 11, she came from the upside down place. And she learned what it meant to be loved by a friend, what it meant to be loved by a neighbor, what it meant to care for someone beyond caring for yourself and over caring for yourself. She looked at her friends. She knew that she was their only hope. She said goodbye. She thanked them and told them that she loves them. And then she gave everything she had, including her life, to protect them. Every time I hear that old phrase, if you love me like you say you do, why you do me like you do. It reminds me that my parents have embedded in me some rules for life. And that when I get outside of their reach, when I get outside of their vision, that I am to live through those rules that they gave me as a foundation in life. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying to us today. I might not be walking with you physically, but I'm with you. And your job is to love in action in everything that you do. So I wonder what Jesus would say to us today. I wonder if he would say, if you love me like you say you do, why you do me like you do. Or if Jesus would say, if you love me like you say you do, show someone else how to love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. 
Amen.